We are getting closer and closer and closer and closer to meaningful football, but it's not going to happen for another month. It's not going to happen day after tomorrow in Buffalo. It's going to happen September 11th. And when it does, Shaquille Leonard is looking forward to playing, according to Frank Reich. Frank Reich spoke to the media yesterday, cleared up a few things, cloudied up a few things. That's what Frank Reich does. Colts, Texans, that's the important thing. Colts, Bills, it's going to be fun to watch. We want to see live football, but how important is it? Tonight, you got the Patriots playing. you got the Ravens and the Titans playing. Patriots, of course, host the Giants. We'll see what happens. That game's on the NFL Network, so we get to watch that one. Victor Oladipo tweeting, Victor's always got stuff to say. Always drama surrounding Vic. Vic coming after the Indiana Pacers inexplicably yesterday. Why? We'll talk about it. This is Breakfast with Kent for Thursday, August 11th, 2022. We're brought to you by the great people. My goodness, B-U-S-R. You go to busr.ag and you're wagering and having a great time. And if you pick correctly, you make money. That's the way it goes. You sign up, you deposit a thousand bucks, they match it with a $1,000 bonus. They are great at doing what they do. They make it fun. That's what sports wagering is all about. The, uh, the link is at the description for this video. Hey, know what? Hit subscribe. Smash a like button. We're looking for another 300 like video today. And if you want to donate and ask a question, feel free to donate and ask a question. Let's talk about sports, shall we, on this gorgeous Thursday morning in central Indiana. Darius Leonard working toward getting back on the field, and Frank Reich wants him on the field as soon as possible if he's going to be able to play in the season opener. Frank Reich said to the media yesterday that Shaquille uh, Leonard is angling, is working toward finding a way on the field for the opener. That's good news for Colts fans. Number 53 generates turnovers and turnovers win football games. Uh, Shaquille Leonard, 12 forced turnovers last year. That's a lot. First team all pro. That You want that guy in the field, although it's not a high leverage position. And we talk about that because Roquan Smith is being dealt with in a non-high uh, leverage position way with the Chicago Bears. He's come off the pup list. He's got to practice. And if he doesn't practice, he's in line to receive a four... $40,000 daily fine. He wants to be traded by the Bears. The Bears throw nickels around like manhole covers, like Mike Dick famously said about George Hallis. As a result, he wants out. Roquan wants out. Is he going to be able to be dealt? We'll find out. And I don't really care. It doesn't make any difference to me. If he does get traded, if he doesn't play for the Bears, it kind of gives Matt Eberflus a bit of an out. So that's a good thing. We want good things for Matt Eberflus. And if that means the city of Chicago doesn't figure out that his coaching style is antithetical to the stylings of that city and what they appreciate in a football defense, you know what? All the better. If the Bears go 5-12, and 12, but it doesn't harm Matt Eberflus at all, wonderful. Good. Because like I said, Matt Eberflus is a good guy. What else did Reich say yesterday? He wants consistency from his kicker. Whoever the kicker winds up being, all right, you got two guys. You got Rodrigo Blankenship, you got Jake Verity. 
doesn't matter if a guy can hit a 70-yarder. What's got to happen, and it sounds like the metric that's going to drive this decision, how consistent is either of these guys or can either of these guys be from 50 and beyond? That's what they want to see. If you can make consistently from 50, it stands to reason you're going to be able to be consistent from 40. So they're going to measure the guys from 50 and beyond and see what they can do. When the Colts go to Buffalo, and they go to Buffalo tomorrow, they're going to play on Saturday night, 7 o'clock on Fox 59. Here is what not to pay any attention to. Do not pay any attention to the score. The score is meaningless. There is no cause and effect where it comes to preseason games results. No cause and effect on what's going to happen in the regular season. We remember all those preseason games that the Colts lost from like 1999 to 2010 with Peyton Manning as a quarterback. I know he played in 98, but they were 3-13 in 98, so we don't pay any attention in 1998. We kicked that season right out of our head. The Colts lost far more than they won in the preseason during those years. And then from, what, 2003 until 2008, all they in fact, 2009, they won at least 12 games a season. So don't worry about the preseason results. Also, don't worry whether they look a little bit sloppy. They're supposed to look sloppy, the Colts are, in the preseason. So is everybody. Sloppiness is what gets cleaned up. This is why you play the games. The games are played to get ready for September 11th. They're also played for cash. Let's be honest. There's a financial reward for the owners. If you're a season ticket holder, and you know this, the cost is prorated equally for the preseason game. So you go to the preseason game, and you'll go to the preseason game against the Lions, right? And you're going to sit there, and you're going to say, well, I thought this was going to be football. You're going to be all excited when you walk into Lucas Oil Stadium. You're going to say, man, this is great. Football's back. And then you're going to sit down, and the game is going to start, and you're going to say, what? This isn't football. This isn't what I wanted to see. And that's going to be the way it is, because starters are not going to play in large part against the Detroit Lions in the preseason opener here a week from Saturday. They're going to play in the practices. How does this make any sense? It makes no sense to me that the starters are going to practice on Wednesday and Thursday and practice a lot again in highly competitive practices against the Detroit Lions. And then, hey, look, it's Julie, everybody. Julie's out here going crazy. At any rate, they're going to practice for people at Grand Park for free, and then they're not going to play at Lucas Oil Stadium. Why not have them not practice one of those two days and then have them play at Lucas Oil Stadium in front of fans who have paid for the privilege to watch? How does that make any sense? Somebody's got to have a meeting. That is a bad decision. It makes no sense whatsoever. Uh, Matt Ryan's going to play, according to Reich yesterday, he's going to play either a quarter or a little bit less in Buffalo. The other day he said he was going to play a quarter and a little bit more, the starters. He also said that Kylan Granson has had a really good training camp. He has said this about Drew Ogletree, about Jelani Woods, and about Mo Ali Cox, too. Mo keeps dropping passes. That's not good. Frank Reich is not happy about that. However, you can't have four tight ends in three spots. That's physics. 
you your 53-man roster cannot accommodate four tight ends. It's just the way it goes. Um, but we'll see. We'll see who the winners of that deal are. Kyle Granson, Mo Ali Cox, Jelani Woods, and, and Drew Ogletree, can they all squeeze into the 53-man roster? And if you expose any of them on the practice squad, because to do that, to put them on the practice squad, you've got to waive them and then re-sign them. Is anybody going to be claimed off waivers after cut day before the Colts are able to stash them on the practice squad? We'll find out. And uh, other cuts coming for other teams may open up a receiver for the Indianapolis Colts. They need a receiver. I don't care what Chris Ballard said on the Dan Dockett show yesterday on uh, WFNI 107.5. It doesn't make any sense to me that the Colts look at what they've got as far as receivers and say, yep, I'm riding with these guys. Pittman, Pierce, Campbell, all good. All right? Those three guys can play. Then there is a steep decline. Maybe Doolin can play a little bit, but then you've got Patman and Kuti and Harris, and you just got a bunch of guys. Strawn hadn't been able to practice yet. It's a bunch of guys. A bunch of guys ain't going to win you games. That's why the Rams went out and got OBJ last year. That's why, despite the fact that they had Higgins and Boyd, the Bengals went out and drafted Jamar Chase number five overall in 2021 to pair him with his old college quarterback, Joe Burrow, and they go to a Super Bowl. You have got to, look, building from the inside out, I understand the principles in doing that, but you have also got to respect the outside or who in the hell is Matt Ryan going to throw to? Um, he's going to throw to Naheem Hines is who he's going to throw to. We talked about it yesterday. Carson Wentz, tunnel vision down the field. No peripherals. You got to have the peripherals. All right. Um, but don't pay attention to the result on Saturday. Don't go crazy if the Colts lose that game. Uh, the Dan Patch coming up tomorrow at Hoosier Park. This is a star-studded field of pacers. So can Miles Turner beat Tyrese Halliburton in a sprint? What? It's a harness race. These aren't for Indiana pacers. These are for harness racing horses, the Dan Patch at Hoosier Park tomorrow. Uh, recruiting. Rule 101 in recruiting. If you're being recruited, you cannot go to a place that is out of scholarships. Indiana has uh, one spot left in the class of 2023. They're going to be able to, that's if they don't have any transfers out of this season. Are they going to be able to fill it with a high school recruit in in this current cycle. We'll see. They've got a bunch of targets. They've got offers out. One gets to say yes. And when that one says yes, all the others are pushed into a no. So you got to act at the right time. That's kind of the, that's the recruiting math that some people don't get and some people pay for, right? Because if the offer is accepted elsewhere by someone else, the offer's gone. That's the way it works. They got one spot left for 23. They got two spots on top of that for 24. Who's going to get them? Indiana, the Big Ten favorite this year. Michigan State cleaning up a little bit in college basketball recruiting. They've gotten a couple of good commitments 
over the past couple of weeks. Tom Izzo is still rolling and uh, still a guy that people want to play for at a university where people want to be, I guess. I've never been to Lansing. Have you been to Lansing? Lansing just doesn't seem like a nice place to me. Bloomington, on the other hand, beautiful. Are you kidding me? Bloomington is wonderful. God's country, trucking across America. Thank you very much for the donation. Keep up the great work, Kent. That is what we will do. All right, uh, Victor Oladipo. Here's his tweet from uh, this past weekend. Trust me, I'm the same VO, just a little wiser. Players can't always be the problem. Think about it. PG, VO, DS, and more. Love uh, Pacers fans. Don't believe everything you read. That S, asterisk, 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 four asterisks, shirt? Is that what he's trying to say? I'm not sure is delusional. I don't know who's talking about it. What's delusional? Are we talking about the Pacers and and the poor treatment of, of Paul George or how Paul George was mistreated here? If Paul George wasn't traded to the Thunder, Victor Oladipo and Domas Sabonis never would have come here. It can't be Kevin Pritchard's fault for Paul George being dealt and Victor Oladipo and Domas Sabonis being dealt because Paul George was dealt for Victor Oladipo and Domas Sabonis. What are we talking about? Is anybody upset Victor Oladipo isn't here anymore? Like, I get it. <clears throat> Victor's a little raw-ass. Nobody likes to be fired. And basically, Victor Oladipo was fired. Victor Oladipo couldn't play. He had the torn quad tendon. It wasn't repaired correctly. So he goes, gets it repaired correctly again after being traded to the Rockets. And the, look, man, you you played on four teams. Four. You don't play on four teams because everybody loves your ass. That's not the way life works. Enjoy your money. You passed on a whole ton of money from the Pacers, so the Pacers traded you. Rockets then lose you to the Heat. I hope you're happy. But get off this, you know, uh, raw acidness of being fired. It is not becoming a Hoosier. All right, let's celebrate some uh, some birthdays today. Tony Vittorio celebrating a birthday. Sean Litzinger Stratman, happy birthday. The great Angela Haddam celebrating a birthday. And Monica Burnett, happy birthday. If today's your birthday, you celebrate like hell. If it's not your birthday, you celebrate somebody else. This is how you do that. Hey, and you do that with an honest and specific compliment. It's just that easy. Later today, interviews with Colts. Those are coming. And either today or tomorrow, we're going to have a, uh, a media availability that we videotaped with uh, Ed Dodds and Morocco Brown, two of the guys that are behind the scenes more often than not with the Colts front office. Really interesting behind-the-scenes stuff from those two front office executives who are coveted throughout the NFL. Uh, you're going to be fascinated by it like I was.